This is the Non-Microwave Truth brought to you by Time of Grace Ministry. And I am C.L. Whiteside, a.k.a. the little man that could, the little man that would. This is the last episode of 2022. Praise the Lord. We got this bad boy started in 2021. Shout out to Time of Grace for asking me, like, hey, you want to try a podcast? And I'm like, hey, I don't even know about it. I don't know about it. I'm like, all right. I tried it, though. Shout out to Mandy and Pastor Shoopy for reviewing it, making sure I don't say anything crazy on here. Or more importantly, don't say anything that's not biblical, not sound doctrine. Because I know I probably say a little crazy stuff on here. Shout out to Nia for hooking a brother up with some good ideas, good conversations behind the scenes, putting this podcast together. And thank you. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Giving me 20, 25 minutes of your time. I pray and hope the Holy Spirit is working through it. Man, I hope y'all Christmas was good. I hope y'all got everything y'all wanted. I hope you had your eyes focused on baby Jesus and how Jesus loved us so much that he humbled himself to be born in what it seems like to be close to a barn. That's humble, fam. That's humble. Now, with that being said, and Christmas just passed, I got a few Christmas questions. This is our first world problem today. Which one of these is the most interesting or intriguing? Like which one, when you get to heaven, do you want to know the answer to the most? And the three questions are this, how many magi and how many wise men were there actually? That's in Matthew chapter two. Most people always talk about three wise men or three magi because they gave three different gifts, but I highly doubt it was three of them. I think it was a gang of people a gang of them. I know some people would say they were astronomers, something like that. Wise men, bottom line though. That's the first question. Or what really is Jesus' birthday? Like what day was Jesus actually born? December 25th? Uh, I don't think so. I highly doubt it. A calendar could even be off where we don't even have the same days and the months are off and some calendars might back then might have had completely different days or different months, but I don't know. Or do you think if St. Nick saw how Christmas was portrayed today and Santa Claus and how they turned St. Nicholas into Santa Claus, do you think he'd be proud of that or cool with that? Or be like, yeah, that, that's cool how they portray this and how Christmas is going. Or do you think he'd be upset? So out of these three, which one is the first one you want to know the answer to when we get to heaven? Is it A, how many magi and wise men were there really that came to see baby Jesus? And remember, this is in Matthew chapter two, if you want to read it. Or is it B? What's Jesus' real life birthday? What, Jesus, what day was Jesus born according to our calendar? Or our third option, C. If you could chop it up with St. Nicholas, do you think he would be happy on how Christmas is portrayed and how Santa is portrayed today? And this is how we're going to close out the Christmas season. And remember, I would love to hear from you on Instagram or Twitter. My handle is championlife23. And this is our first world problem. It is dinner time. The title of our episode today is God Ain't Santa. Did you get what you wanted for Christmas? Better question, better question. Did you get what you needed? Now, I feel like, man, I'm so spoiled and, and so blessed that when people ask me, like, what you want for Christmas or what do you need for Christmas? I'm honestly like, man, I don't. I really don't need anything. I don't even know what to tell people anymore because I'm blessed. And I wonder, are you in that same boat? 
Are, are you spoiled? Is it tough for you to come up with a Christmas list of things that you wanted? Now, definitely we have a microwave culture of I have to have it now. If I had to guess, it's something that you got for Christmas that you convinced yourself you really, really, really needed and that you wanted. But if you didn't get it, if you didn't get that thing, what would really have happened besides you being disappointed? Would you have thought somebody didn't love you? Would you have thought that God didn't care or what? Like, what, what would you have thought? It's easy. It's so easy to love the idea of Santa. You ask for what you want and you get it. Now, I know some people are like, well, you got to be nice. You don't want to end up on Santa's naughty list. Man, I know some of y'all was naughty for Christmas and you still got what you want. You're going to get it regardless. My question for you is how much is God like Santa in this way? We would love to sit on God's lap. Now, hold up. Wait a minute. Pause. Grown man. Like I ain't sitting on another grown man lap. I feel you. But we would love to ask and have our wants and desires met. And most of the things that we want for Christmas are like worldly, fleshy type things. Now, with the worldly mentality or if our flesh is ruling and doing the talking, we go to this passage from Matthew 7, verse 7 and 8. And it says, ask and it will be given to you. We like to hear that, don't we? Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be open. Give me what I want, give me what I want, want. Give me what I want, give me what I want, want. We like that idea, don't we? God is kind of like that, but he's definitely kind of not like that. He's not a genie. He's not there to just make our lives easy and just give us a bunch of stuff. Like, that's not his main purpose. Definitely not his main purpose to give our sinful flesh everything it desires and wants. This is why some people don't mess with God. Because they feel like he hasn't given them enough of what they wanted. It's, it's easy to be angry with him with this, this mentality or this mindset. And then I know at times we can feel like we had to be our own Santa. But that really is we have other idols we think have been given us everything we want. God should be like a genie or a Santa. That's a lie. Yeah, that's a lie. That's a lie that the enemy wants us to hold close to our heart. Question for you now. Do you think you are a well-rounded person? Like mental, physical, and spiritual. Those are the three big areas. Do you think you are a well-rounded person from a mentally stand from a mental standpoint, from a physical standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint? Do you do stuff to keep learning? Are you easily overwhelmed? Are you stressed? Are you in a low state and depressed? Are you physically fit? Are you healthy? Do you take care of your body? Are you always tired? Do you have good energy levels? How is your faith? How much do you trust God right now? Who is God to you? Now, have you ever seen someone who is super spiritual, but they don't seem to care anything about their health? Or have you seen someone who seems to have it physically and they happen to be very intelligent, but then you talk to them and they're so lost spiritually, so lost. And I said that God is kind of like Santa in some aspects because he does want to give us stuff. He wants to give us what we need, though. And the greatest thing that he ever gave us, the gift of grace, the gift of salvation, that's nothing we can do to earn. So it's not about being naughty or nice. We have the gift. God's love is free.
God's love is there regardless. But going back to the idea of asking God for certain things and having certain desires, it's hard for God to give us more because a lot of times, a lot of times we are not being faithful with what we already have. Now, I'm going to give you a Christmas illustration and we are going to play God. Let's imagine that you have a kid and this kid is hard as ever on their shoes. They play in the mud with these shoes and then they ask you, mommy, daddy, can you give me some shoes? And you're like, uh, maybe you look in the shoes cost $500. I would look at my kids so crazy because one, you'll grow out of those shoes too quick. You are a kid. Two. You're too hard on shoes and they don't even know how to take care of them. And three, they literally, they just don't need it. They don't need $500 pair of shoes. And giving that to them makes it seem like that type of stuff matters most when it really doesn't. Like, you feel me? First Corinthians 13 verse 11 tells us when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man or when you, you could replace it and say when I became an adult, I put the ways of childhood behind me. Okay, let's go back to that well-rounded point that I was making, though. A lack of being well-rounded or conscious of where we are at, honestly, that's what leads us to ask for some childlike things at times and look at God like he is Santa. And as Christians, we definitely can be well-rounded in the mental, physical, spiritual aspects. But we have to realize God ain't Santa. Now, a lot of time, the things we want, we actually think getting that thing will help us grow or develop or be better in that particular area. When in reality, it will only cause more stress and more problems. So ask yourself right now with the three things that I just named, is any one or two or shoot is all three of them? Are they lacking? And I don't want you to be like, well, it's better than my friends. Or it's better than the dude I work with who's always complaining. I'm not that bad compared to them. Do you even know what good looks like? Comparing to bad is easy to be better, but it ain't good. I don't make choices like them. Mm -mm, I don't do that. I mean, I get mad, but I'm not nearly as bad as them. Does this sound like you at all? You've been wanting and expecting God to deliver a boyfriend or a girlfriend. But your mental and spiritual health is sucking. You already don't make time for God's word or going to church or for the three kids you have or for the job you're struggling with. But you think you think you can balance your time even better with another big time relationship. How does that sound? You want a baby or a new toy or a new career. But is your relationship with your wife or husband where it should be? Can you even manage your time now? Or are you lacking big time in taking care of your physical health or mental health or spiritual health? Do you think this stuff will make you complete? Like, why do you want it? I would like a new car. I think I deserve a 2023. You know, I just want a 2020. You don't even have 2020 money, though. But you think you'd be out here looking bad if you didn't. I got to show people I really got it. You know what I'm saying? I got to let people know. Do you? Do you? I want a job. But then you look, your, your grades are horrible. You already stressed to the max and you want to spend money partying or attracting people you really don't need in your life. 
okay, I want this new outfit or I want this new jewelry or this shoes or whatever. Santa, please, Santa, please. And this is something I had to remind myself and, and just think about and just looking when you get to observing certain things that people are asking for. At times, we can't handle the responsibilities that we already have, but yet we want more. If you aren't seeing what you have as a blessing or opportunity and seeing it as a burden, then you probably, you probably don't need any more. We want God to be able to say to us what he said in Matthew 25, verse 21, when he said, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Now stop and think about this. You might be wanting to add another relationship in your life, another boyfriend and girlfriend, a, a child, a husband or wife, or just, just want some good friends. You might want to repair a relationship with some family members. But ask yourself this. Have you been faithful with the relationships you have? You want a boyfriend or girlfriend. How have you been treating your current family and friends? You want a child. How have you been treating your spouse or current kids? You swear up and down you need some new friends and you want some new friends. Were you a good friend or are you a good friend now, I should say? Are you really being faithful with what God has given you? Or are you just pulling the, let me hop on Santa lap and ask for more? How would this new relationship you want honestly be to your physical, mental, and spiritual well-being? And again, are you faithful in nourishing the current relationships that you have? Making sure those flourish and producing some fruit? And stop and think about this too. This is really where I'm getting at because a lot of times with the Santa, what we want God to do is we want God to give us more stuff. We want God to make life easy for us. You want more money. More stuff, cars, clothes, shoes. I just want to be able to get my hair and nails done. I want to get tatted, bro. Are you being faithful with what you have already? How would this stuff be on your physical, mental, and spiritual well-being? I picture like if we were to get all the toys and stuff that we want, a kid who has so many toys, he has action figures and skates and bikes and all this stuff just scattered and it's all over the floor and then they hurt themselves half the time because they tripping over it or they stepping their foot on it ow that really hurt well you should pick up your stuff and organize it or you have too much sometimes it's a thing called having too much you don't even have enough room for it and i know i know i know there's this thought that if we get more or we get that thing that we've been asking for we all of a sudden are going to do more and be better when we weren't even good with what we had. If you aren't faithful with a little, you won't be faithful with a lot. And I definitely wanted to point out this, though. I know there are some that if you haven't got what you wanted or you've been praying for, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are not being faithful in that area. But... But it is a question you have to ask yourself and you need to ask it a few times. It could also mean that God wants you to be more faithful in that area or it's a special time to build or focus on that particular area. Just be present. Be present. Enjoy that state. Embrace and love the point that you are on your particular journey or on the particular road that you are. 
we we get so enamored in what we don't have or what we think we are missing out on that we aren't enjoying the present gift God has given us. Ask yourself this question. Are you enjoying the blessings God has given you right now? And on this episode of God Ain't Santa, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful God isn't like Santa in a lot of ways. Like us getting what we want, that could be the greatest curse. And sometimes us getting what we want is actually a test. You, I shared with you before that I coach. Sometimes the worst thing for a team I've noticed is success in getting the results that you want, especially if it becomes easy and you get it too fast. Like that's scary. That's when players, that's when teams, that's when even coaches, we start to get arrogant. We start to get complacent. We forget what made us good. And sometimes that's when you need to get humble. But to avoid that humble loss, you really try to make sure that you stay on the players and remind them about the big picture and the ultimate goals and commitments we have made. And I know our culture says that if God really loves you, God would be more like Santa. But when I think about it, God is our parent. Parents who give their children whatever they want are usually called bad parents, especially if they want some things, especially if the kids want some things that will cause harm to themselves. Now, there are some examples in the Bible where people wanted God to be like Santa. We are going to start with the Israelites in the Old Testament, Exodus chapter 16. The Israelites, they wanted God to be like Santa. The Israelites started talking so crazy and forgetting where they came from. And they got so enamored in what this place had and what this community and what this culture and what this society had that they said, you know what? When we were in Egypt, we sat by the pots of meat and we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out in the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. That's straight cap. The Israelites, when they were in Egypt, they were slaves. They were working crazy hard. All they wanted to do back then was to be free. Now they're free and they want God to be like Santa. Now, asking isn't a problem, but the real life complaining and being mad at God, that's where the problem is at. And I had to point this out. A lot of us have escaped captivity or some type of bondage, but we want to go back to it sometimes. We sound like the Israelites. You know you were in a bad relationship, but you act like it was so good. And I get that. Sure, you weren't alone, but don't gas it. You were arguing all the time and one of you was always acting crazy. You don't remember being sad or in a bad mood 90% of the time? Or sure, you had a lot of money, but you had to stay looking over your shoulder and you couldn't even spend it. Or yeah, you got a lot of attention, but you were the butt of a lot of jokes. And people had a legit reason not to like you. The enemy will have you thinking that the bondage that you once were in was actually good and have you asking God for something you don't want or need. Another example of people wanting God to be like Santa is in John chapter six. All right. This is after Jesus or this is when Jesus fed the five thousand people like this is cool. And Jesus had to tell them, like, you're seeking me for the wrong reasons. Jesus said to them in verse 26, he said, very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the son of man will give you for on him. God, the father has placed his seal of approval. Now, if you didn't catch that, the people, they wanted the food and they wanted to see some miracles. 
And they were thinking, you know what? Jesus is so powerful. He can do these miracles. He could overthrow the Roman government that we have to deal with because the Israelites then, the people then, they were under the, the government of the Romans. And I know they were thinking this too, because in John chapter six, verse 15, it says, Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. Just go read John chapter six. So the people, they wanted a bread king. They wanted a political leader. They wanted a king. They wanted the miracles. They wanted a Santa. That's not what they really needed, though. I have learned that Santa is super overrated. I don't think I ever believed in Santa. I got to ask my mom and dad about that. I think I always thought they got the presents, but I don't want a Santa. I want a heavenly father. I want a savior. And I know this is something that I've definitely went back and forth with. Just kind of wondering why God didn't answer certain things that I asked for. And I know part of my beef was in my head, I created a Santa like God. At times, I want to try and bargain with God. I definitely know there were phases where I wanted to mold God to what I wanted him to be. But that doesn't work. And I'm not nearly as smart or wise or loving as God. But surrendering to God's will, trusting and seeing he's a God that gives what I need. That's where it's at. He's not a Santa. He's a savior. Because what you and I need most is a perfect God man to rescue us and pay a debt we couldn't pay. That's what Jesus did when he died on the cross, suffered hell and resurrected on the third day. And now what you need is a God to give you what you need when you need it. Be faithful with what you have. Be present and praise God for giving us what we need when we need it. And this is the non-microwave truth. Thanks for joining me on this episode of God Ain't Santa. Peace punch, Captain Crunch. Say no to drugs and yes to Jesus. I'm out.